Welcome to Have Hope Will Travel. I'm your host, Katie Axelson, and today I'm here with a new friend, Miranda Joe Davis. Miranda is a yoga instructor who's been practicing yoga for 20 years. She practiced in the secular world and in the Christian world as well. And so she's here to teach us a little bit about yoga and what does it look like to honor God with our bodies and with our practice. So Miranda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Katie. I look forward to having a wonderful conversation, hopefully to share some truth with your listeners around the topic of yoga and Christianity. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. So why don't we start with you just telling us a little bit about yoga, how you got involved with it, and what that journey has looked like. So I started yoga in 1999. Um, I was a person at the time I was, I was lost. I did not know the Lord, but I knew I was hungry for something. I, I really felt in my young adult life, 20, around 24, that um, I, there was something missing. And I also had some chronic health issues. And um, at the prompting of a friend, I was, at the time I was dancing professionally. I was uh, doing a lot of jazz dancing, tap dancing. Uh, I was also a choreographer. And it, it's, it's a very, um, hard world to live in. Uh, it's very hard on your body. It's hard on your mind. And so I think I had developed some physical symptoms. I had uh, what's diagnosed with IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, and um, had a lot of uh, just bouts of being ill. And so someone said, you know, have you ever tried or considered practicing yoga? Uh, this was a dancing friend. And I just, I didn't know anything about yoga. I pictured people wearing, you know, loincloths and, you know, chanting. And I, it was very, I just thought, no, of course I haven't considered yoga. Um, but she prompted me. And so I found a, a class at a local gym, which was, it was seemed very normal. And um, that's what I was looking for. And uh, I resonated with the first class, fell in love with it, loved the movement, loved the instructor. My dance background definitely worked for me. And I knew that this was something I would do for a very long time after the, just the first time on the mat. That's awesome. So you started practicing yoga before you knew the Lord. Just, just a few months. It was okay. just months because what I found that, yes, yoga was helpful for my body, but there was still a spiritual emptiness. And mm -hmm. I would, I would not use that word at the time in my life, but I, it did not fill up the parts that we know only Christ can fill. But I was still, you know, open and seeking. And what happened was I was a newlywed and we started getting these mailers to a church to come to a marriage conference. And, um, the year before I asked my husband to go and um, this is this is not a dig at him at all because he's a wonderful godly man today. But he said, no, he said, no, I don't want to go to a marriage conference. So the mailer came a whole year later, just right after I'd started yoga. And I, I remember getting that mailer and I, I was like, I'm going to this no matter mm -hmm. what. So he, he, he came along with me, but that was the start of my love for Christ. And it was just like yoga after the first time I went to this church and I had been to church many times. I want to say this. This was what's called an outreach church, and I did not know what that was, but their ministry is to save the lost. They were they were looking mm -hmm. for people like me, and um, I just fell in love with the whole message. I the, knew that I would come back time and time again from after the very first visit, so I fell in love, um, and I that hunger for Christ was, it was a fire that was put there right from the beginning. What did the outreach church do that made you fall so deeply in love, that made you feel welcome? Can you tell us a little bit about that? I can, yes, because I had been to some really traditional churches over the years, um, different denominations. My friends took me. I did not grow up in a Christian home, um, but my parents were, I wouldn't say that they were atheists or agnostic. They just weren't practicing believers. Um, that's different today, which is beautiful. Um, but the church was so welcoming in that um, 
just really emphasizing the love of Christ and um, helping us to know that no matter what we had ever done in our life, God loved us. And that was important to me because I, I had a really rebellious t- teenage years, um, was not, you know, lots of things that I was ashamed of, a lot of, a lot of guilt. And so just hearing the redemption and the gospel um, that comes from knowing Christ, knowing that all that could be forgiven if I just, you know, confessed with my mouth and in my heart that Jesus is Lord and that I wanted to live for him and with him um, and that I believed his, my sins were forgiven. And so that, that was a beautiful message to me. And it was very simple. And I do want to say something else. I remember very clearly about that first meeting uh, that we went to the church. They sang a Beatles song, All You Need Is Love. And Mm -hmm. uh, just really hit me. I mean, to the point where I was in tears and I just thought that was beautiful. That is beautiful. And when you came to know the Lord, your yoga shifted a little bit. So what did the journey look like for you from the secular world to the Christian yoga world? That's an important question because, you know, it didn't happen overnight, Katie. This was a slow progression. Um, As I fell in love with the Lord and I hungered for his word and knowing what truth was. Of course, I was a baby Christian. Um, you know, I was immature in my faith, um, but I was I was very willing to, to dive in. Same thing with yoga. Didn't know a lot about yoga. I just thought it was physical movement. I knew it was good for my mind. It, the breathing helped me. The meditation techniques helped me to relax. I, I was definitely a t- very type A personality. Um, and so as I progressed in the world of yoga, I knew that this would be something I would do. Um, and I wanted to take it to the highest level. So I started to pr- pursue my training as a master trainer and that, that I did attain that I became a global trainer for a worldwide company. This is a secular mm-hmm. company, traveled the world teaching yoga. I also really started to dig in with my faith and started serving the Lord. Um, all anything I could study, any kind of classes. Um, I really pursued that, but today I'm a biblical counselor. So I've been through quite a bit of training and, um, knowing how to counsel people on God's word. So as the two worlds collided at the height of it, I recognized um, once I got up there with yoga, there's a lot of false teaching. And when I went to India is where I discovered that it really was rooted in Hindu and Buddhism. And that's where God revealed to me, this is a direct um, clash with my faith. Sure. How did you reconcile that? Because you were so far along on your yoga journey, but then also so important was Jesus to you. And so how did you reconcile that? And how did you walk through that India experience? I did not walk through it well. I just want to be honest. Um, I clung to my Bible. I was so grateful to have my Bible. I was with um, eight other people who were colleagues of mine for the the company that I worked for. My colleagues did not understand why I would not participate in these ceremonies, why I would not do yoga in front of false gods. Because let me tell you, every day was it was and was an opportunity to serve the Lord and to honor Him above all else. Or it was an opportunity to sin and to do things that, you know, there shall be no other gods before me. He's very clear about that. And in India, there's thousands of them. So um, it was definitely hard to stand firm in my faith, but I did that. And my group turned on me. They they didn't really appreciate. They said I was closed-minded, that I can, should consider the church I go to, um, that maybe I, I needed to have a different perspective and all these kinds of things that were, I found very hurtful. It's the first time I felt persecuted for my faith. And I want to say I was just naive going into that. I really was. I had only experienced yoga in the Western world, which 
it, and let me tell you now that my eyes are open, that there is still a lot of false teaching um, in the secular world. But all that to say is Jesus just said, if you follow me, that the world will hate you. And I've read that directly in the Bible. And I, and I felt that that was a short time. But when I, I reconciled that by, when I came back, I just got on my knees and I prayed and I said, Lord, I don't understand you how I've been through this very, I feel like therapeutic process of yoga. And then I love and honor you and I'm living my life for you in ministry. Um, how, how can I continue to go on? Because of course I'm going to serve you first. Um, right. but he, yes, you can practice yoga. We're, we're going to adapt it and speak scripturally over people. And so that's what I've done since then. One of the things that you wrote in your book, um, Christian girl in a yoga world is you talked about how the Lord had grace on you and he gave you a parasite while you were in India. <laughs> um, and as someone who's traveled pretty extensively, I've not been to India directly, but as someone who's traveled pretty extensively, I was like, yeah, praise the Lord for parasites. <laughs> yes, it was. I also it don't know any, anyone who's been to India and not gotten a parasite. So welcome to the club. <laughs> oh, well, that's good because I didn't, I, I didn't, I don't know if anyone else in my group did, but I do think that that was his way of protecting me um, because I, oftentimes I was too sick to participate. And some, you know, there was something I remember called a fire cleansing ceremony where you were supposed to go and sit in front of a fire with smoke billowing over. People. And we know in hmm. the Christian faith that Christ is what purifies our soul. You know, we don't need to do any ceremonies except for confessing in our heart and with our mouth that um, we're, we're proclaiming um, the blood of Christ has redeemed us from all sin. And so um, I was too sick to go that night and I was grateful. Yeah, I would be grateful for that too, because you're right. That's a hard, hard experience to see your faith and then a practice that you enjoy so much conflicting so hard. So good for you for standing strong in what you believe and praising God for that parasite. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. I know, you know, I'm going to say too to anyone's listening, it's, I feel like when you're over on the other side of the world where no one is proclaiming your same beliefs, that was, that was the, that was a very hard test for me. Um, so if we're over here in the Western world, you know, it, we can still feel the same way that it's hard to stand firm in our faith. But um, at least over, I feel like in, you know, in our, the United States, there's going to be a lot more people that would be able to come around you and support you during that time. I just felt so isolated. Yeah, I can only imagine how isolating that would be. What has it looked like for you now, essentially inviting Jesus into your practice and practicing Christian yoga? How has it shifted? Oh, it's it's just lovely. I it's um it's a gifting it's a calling i call it my ministry from the mat um it's a way to speak not just the, the you know the truth of god's love for us but peace and joy and contentment i could you know there's so many scriptural th themes in the bible that i can draw from and then i can teach a class and craft a class around that and so it is using a lot of the physical postures in yoga um which i feel like basically to me are just exercise. Um, they're ways of stretching and moving and strengthening your body. Um, I don't use any of the Sanskrit language in my classes. Um, I just speak uh, in English in the class. So there's nothing, there's no connotations of what the original practice was rooted in. Um, it's just scriptural truth spoken over people. So I set a theme. I speak the scriptural truth. Um, we do prayer and meditation at the end. So it's it's a really beautiful way to, to move your body, but to also, it's I think it's spiritually fulfilling. I think that's a picture of redemption, of using something that wasn't intended for good and turning it around to glorify God. Absolutely. Yes. You mentioned prayer and meditation. 
How do you see those as similar or different? Yes, yeah, so that's a um, that's an important question because in the Eastern practices, meditation is more of an emptying of your mind. It can be one way, trying to clear all your thoughts. Um, it can also be uh, meditation can be uh, that we want ourselves. So you know, I I can do this if I really have all the knowledge or the power, or the strength. So it's that I can. And I don't need anyone else type mentality. Now, it's not they don't put it to you that way because it, I want to encourage people to know it's very subtle. And that's what Satan, you know, that's how the enemy works. It's very subtle, but it's deceiving. Um, so scripturally, meditation, uh, Philippians 4, 8, we are to meditate on whatever is true, noble, excellent, praiseworthy. We're to think about the things that honor God, to exalt God. And so it's it's filling our minds with scriptural truth. It's filling our minds with things of Christ. It's not emptying it and it's not exalting ourselves. It's exalting him and it's the truths that come from the Bible. I like that. What recommendations do you have for people who are interested in using yoga, say, as exercise and as practice, but still want to glorify God with their movements and with their minds? Yes, there there is there is a way. And I believe um, that we need to be you know, the, the subtitle in my book is it's Christian Girl in the Yoga World, Biblical Wisdom to Safely Navigate the Practice and honor your faith. So we need to be biblically wise. We need to set parameters in place. And so that does take some investigating our, on our part. And that's what I love to think about is that we are investigators for our faith. If you're going to enter into the world of yoga, you need to be you need to be wise in this way, in the ways of the world, because it's, it can be a worldly practice. So I would definitely encourage you to pray. Pray first, um, ask God's wisdom, seek guidance, and then utilize some of these tools. The Christian Yoga Association is an association of instructors. And so they have on their website instructors from all over the country that you could find someone in your area that's been certified in a Christian style. I always encourage people to look at an instructor's website, to look at a studio's website. You want to see, um, you know, exactly what it is they're proclaiming, because the truth is even in, you know, our Christian world, there's all different kinds of degrees of what type of Christian we are. Maybe we're on a, a newer Christian or a baby Christian, or maybe we're someone who is um, really um, grown in their faith and so, and they're spiritually mature. So I just think that's important to kind of take time to vet out the who the person is, because we want to yoke ourselves, obviously, with believers, but we also want to yoke ourselves with people who are of like-minded faith who are growing in the same ways we are in the Christian faith. I'm a conservative Christian, so I, I try to make that known to people, uh, you know, that I, a lot of the ways that I believe and what the Bible says may be a little different than the way you interpret it. So I'm just going to be really clear about that's the way that I teach in my classes. That sounds like a great resource to be able to find local instructors because we're all over the world, right? To be able to find someone who's honoring God with their practice. What other resources are you familiar with that would be handy for people to know about? Yeah, so if you were to go to my website and you wanted to know a little bit more about how to practice yoga and not compromise your faith, I've written an article on that. Um, you can just sign up for my email list and that is automatically sent to you. Um, I do believe that there's some really good uh, resources out there on the Christian Yoga Association's website. Um, there's resources on my website. There's a lot of YouTube videos for um, Christian yoga instructors. If you're just wanting to try out and maybe see what a class is like, um, you can just go in and put Christian yoga instructors and there will be a whole slew that will pull up for you. Um, there are other 
foundations that are um, certifying a Christian yoga instructor is the Holy uh, Holy Yoga and Faith Yoga. Um, and I'm launching my own certification program um, called Perfect Fit from Colossians 128, which is we proclaim him admonishing and teaching in all wisdom so that we can present everyone perfect in Christ. Wow. What is your website? It is MirandaJoeDavis.com. Very simple. All one word. Perfect. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. And then one of the other things that you are doing now is that you're traveling and doing yoga. What does that look like? How do you make a job? How did you make a job out of this? Yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I traveled all around the world uh, with the secular company that was previous to 2009. And then I had my son. And so from 2009 to now, I've, I've been in my studio most of the time, but I still love to travel and take classes and am invited to teach classes. And it's just one of the wonderful ways I feel like that God knows that I love to get out and see the world. Um, you know, I am from Fort Worth, Texas. I still live in Fort Worth, Texas. And so I am happy to get out of Fort Worth, Texas and go and see God's big country. Um, and so I, I just find that one of the best gifts of utilizing the gift he gave me to be able to um, go and see everything that he's put in this world. Absolutely. So where can we find you online? You told us your website, Miranda Joe Davis. Are you also on social media sites, things like that? Yes, I have an Instagram. It's Miranda Joe Davis. I have a Facebook group. Um, if you are someone who's a Christian who hopes to or does practice yoga, or maybe you're a Christian yoga instructor, you can find me at the Christian Yoga Community on Facebook or Miranda Joe Davis. I also have a Facebook there. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel that is Miranda Joe Davis. And I have a lot of Christian meditations on there that are free. If you need just five minutes, um, it would be the way that I described how I teach Christian meditation, introducing scripture, taking some time to, to rest and breathe through that. And um, it will renew and rest the mind in just a matter of minutes. I love that. I'm excited to go check those out. So I'm always looking for good Christian meditations. Draw me closer to Jesus instead of closer to whatever thing that I may or may not have to offer the world. What have I not asked you that you're itching to talk about? You know, I would just love to talk about how um, I think the journey of you, you, I never knew 20 years ago that God would bring me, you know, to, to know his son. Uh, that's 20 plus years, but to know his son, Jesus, in an intimate and profound way that's life changing. It's heart change. Um, and then he would he would connect that to my love of movement. I didn't even mention my degrees in kinesiology and I, I talked about dancing, but I just love moving and that he married those two um, and gave it a bond under his parameters, under his guidance and his direction and how that led to a book. Um, and now the book is leading to a teacher training, which launches January um, 2020. One, 2021, and I'm just so excited. I'm already meeting women from all over the world um, who are interested. They're just like me. They're traditionally trained instructors who want to use the Christian element. And instead of having to get recertified all over again with the Christian style, I will train you how to add that element and to, and to get rid of the stuff that we don't need from your traditional training. So it just blows my mind, you know, when I start to think about how good God is and and how he he's interested in every detail of my life. And he's continues to put me on this path of, of just, you know, I think of Proverbs 16a, you know, um, you know, whatever, whatever you do, trust in the Lord and your plans will succeed. And so um, that's just how I try to live. Yeah. Do you have a favorite 
Bible verse that you like to meditate on yourself? Yes, I do. Um, my life verse is Psalm 4610, to be still and know that I am God. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I talked to you a little bit about moving. Well, moving can also occur in your mind. And so um, the Lord reminds me over and over again to be still. Um, I, you know, I just love doing. I just, I am a doer. And I, you know, he, I like that he calls me to do things. And sometimes I get so caught up in that, that um, he reins me back, pulls me back in. And so I make sure every day that I start my day with the Lord. Um, I would, I could do that for hours, honestly, but uh, in the reality of, of living a life and having children, a family and a job, I make sure it's an adequate amount of time because um, that's that stillness that I feel in my heart is also in my head. And um, Mm. it's a beautiful way to live. It is a beautiful way to live. So one of the questions that we always ask here at Have Hope Will Travel, and you can interpret this as you wish in the context of the conversation we've been having, or if you want to take it a totally different direction, there's permission for that as well. What do you wish everyone knew? That's a great question. You know, I just wish everyone knew Jesus. Mm. I, I really wish every person here who is lost and hurting and um feels hopeless in the world to know that there's someone who will fulfill your life with love that you never could imagine with hope that you never um, can imagine overflowing from the heart. This peace that is, is surpasses all understanding to know that um, you don't have to live the ways of the world. There's another way, there's another path. Um, and it's all just through knowing Christ and, and knowing that God, um, has a plan for all of us, believing that this plan is perfect and it is good. And, um, you know, I, I, I get very, uh, because I counsel people. And so I hear a lot of, of people's pains. Um, and we can, I can never make someone grow or make someone um, take hold of this free gift of salvation. Yeah, that's an important truth. And I wish that everyone knew Jesus as well. Miranda, would you be willing to pray for us? Absolutely. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you so much for this time um, with Katie, God, just celebrating you and who you are and your goodness, Lord. And um, thank you, God, for Jesus, um, our only hope, our saving hope, our rock and our redeemer, Lord, the, um, the one who is the salve for our hurting souls, Lord. I just pray for every person listening today, God, to take hold of what is so freely given through your son, Jesus. I pray, God, over Katie's ministry, Lord, here on the mic and her podcasting and her writing and all that she does, Lord, to um, take ministry on the road and her travels, God. I just pray for you to anoint her, to bless her, Lord, to keep her proclaiming truth, Lord. I pray that you would equip her for all good works. I pray for everyone today, God, who hears this message to know that um, yoga is permissible. And we know that you tell us that everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So I pray God that listeners would be able to find the parts of yoga that are permissible and to be able to shun the parts that are not beneficial. And I pray God that they can take hold of, um, the temple, the Holy spirit that is within us, Lord, and to treat it Lord, um, and let it shine and let it glow uh, and to treat it Lord with the utmost respect. And I feel like that yoga can help us to do that. I pray that Christian yoga instructors would just overflow forth Lord. And I pray that your truth can be proclaimed from the mat in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. Yes, Lord. Everything she said. Um, (laughs) Amen. Amen. (laughs) Awesome. 
As always, a big thanks for listening. Make sure to connect with Miranda on all the social media sites and at mirandajoedavis.com. Check out some of the meditations she's got. Look into her yoga practices. See what it looks like to bring the Lord into the work that you're already doing as you move your body. If this podcast was meaningful for you, make sure to hit subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating, share it with a friend so others will find it too. We'll see you again in two weeks. Be blessed.